Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the great folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Gary and his team will get you that intel edge you need to succeed. Go to GaryAshton.com for your dream address without the stress and that intel edge you need to sell your home for more. True Math Fitness in the Gulch. I had an absolutely killer workout at True Math today. My guy Worth, who is the uh, owner and the uh, head coach at TrueMav, tried to physically kill me. Now, he's not going to do that to you when you go to TrueMav. He's going to give you your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. But if you choose to sign up for personal training with Worth, just know, uh, as somebody who does it on a regular basis, <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> TrueMavFitness.com for a new way to work out and a new you. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app. Plug in that promo code ATOZ. That's ATOZ. O-Z-A-2-Z in the Superbook Sports app, and they'll get you in on the action on the NBA Finals. Game one taking place tonight. Looks like it's going to be pretty easy for the Nuggets, at least this evening. We'll see if Miami can't make it more competitive over the course of the next uh, couple games. Either way, you can bet the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, and everything in between at Superbook Sports. So Brett Kern retired today, and obviously – this is a uh, this is a situation um, where you've already parted with him emotionally, right? A lot of you guys. Uh, I think that um, I think that when Brett Kern got cut and when Ryan Stonehouse was retained, a lot of you guys processed what it was to lose Brett Kern at that time. Now Brett Kern is obviously not like he's not going anywhere. In fact, he looks Brett looks as good as I've as I've seen him. He's down twenty pounds. He's getting his teeth fixed. Uh, he's got braces right now, but he was able to, uh, he was able to, uh, talk with not much of a lisp at all today at his press conference and obviously super emotional, right? Super emotional. Cause 15 years, a long, long time to exist in the NFL. But when you, uh, when you talk about like what the, the significance of Brett Kern, right? There's so many different elements of that. He is a franchise legend. He is somebody who is responsible for some of their greatest successes. He is somebody who has seen and been great through some of their worst seasons. He has, do you know, and this is a stat courtesy of Mickey Ryan, so I can't t- I can't give you this as an original stat, but uh, my friend and colleague, Mickey Ryan, on 104.5 The Zone said this on his radio show today. Brett Kern, think about this. Brett Kern has played for every coach in the history of the Tennessee Titans. Every one of them. In the history of the Titans franchise, he has played for Jeff Fisher through Mike Vrabel. That's every one of them. It's crazy to think about 15 years and his last year, well, his first year and his last year, not even here, right? Denver is where he started and Philadelphia is where he ended. Got a chance to go to a Super Bowl. And uh, I know, speaking of Mickey, Mickey often makes the case that the Eagles would have won that Super Bowl had Brett Kern been the one punting instead of the uh, younger guy that they brought back from injury um, and had Brett Kern inactive for the Super Bowl. But either way, Brett Kern is an incredible story and an incredible success story here in Nashville. And your Two Rivers Ford take is where I'd like to start on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Is Brett Kern the best Titans punter of all time? Now, there's really only the argument for two, right? There's Craig Hentrick and there's Brett Kern. Those are the guys um, who you most associate with special teams greatness. Now, obviously, the Titans have had Rob Baronis, who was a hugely successful kicker, um, who unfortunately uh, died at a young age due to a uh, due to a car accident. Um, Brett Kern, though, 
is he the best Titans punter of all time? And I think the argument can be very easily made as to, yes, I'll explain why here in just a second, right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by the incredible folks at Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet for quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford will always go above and beyond to make sure that you get what you want out of the car buying experience. Nobody does better work for their customers than Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, uh looking at all the different uh looking at all the different special teams and really Titans greats that have come through this franchise, right? Titans and Oilers greats. There are few people who have the kind of resume that Brett Kern does. Now, I think that uh, I think that you know some of you may not be you may not want to choose right. Both Hendrick and Kern were exceptional at what it is that they did um, as special teamers, and it's not easy to sustain that level of success, um, even as punting or field goal kicking or long snapping, for example. I think most football fans don't necessarily think of those as high level skills, right? But if you're doing it at the highest of levels, then you can create a 15 year NFL career out of it as Brett Kern did um, retiring today. So he was at the podium today. He was talking a lot about, you know, what the city means to him and how much, uh, how much, how much they have gotten uh, as a family from the city of Nashville and how much Brett Kern has given to the city of Nashville and more specifically to the Titans franchise. But, uh, you know, this video courtesy of Jimmy Wyatt uh, with Brett Kern announcing his retirement today. Lastly, to my wife, Tiffany. This is going to (laughs) happen. Thank you for being my support, my encourager, and my one consistent through the ups and downs of the last 15 seasons. We've come a long way together on this journey. From chasing punts around at the freezing cold South Toledo Golf Dome, after it had closed at 9 p.m., hoping and preparing for an NFL workout to being the first one I hugged after a Super Bowl loss. You've been with me every step of the way, and uh, I know you roll your eyes with this, but I tell people this all the time, that without you, your love and your support, there's no way I'm playing in this league for 15 years. I love you, and thank you. So this is a lovely moment with Brett, uh, with his wife Tiffany, and with the uh, the young Kern family, the Colonels as they're called. And so Brett obviously gave a tremendous amount of time, a tremendous amount of effort, a tremendous amount of energy to what it is that the Titans were able to accomplish. And there, hell, you can make the argument that there are years in Titans history where he was the best player on the team. In fact, you know, talking about the current Titans roster, right? What's the best position group on the roster? Well, it's probably the punter because the punter in his rookie season was already setting NFL records, making NFL history. He's the he's the best at what it is that he does of any of those players on the roster. So I think you could easily make the argument that uh, Ryan Stonehouse is the best player at his position of any of the players uh, that the Titans have, including Jeff Simmons. But I think that uh, I think that when you talk about what Brett Kern what Brett Kern brought to the table, um, it's longevity, it's excellence, it's consistency of excellence. I'm going to explain to you what I mean here in just a second, because I do think that he's a first ballot ring of honor candidate um, whenever such time as that uh, as that comes about. B. French says, was I late? He said your name during his speech. Yes, I was late. In fact, I was indeed late. Uh, the, uh, the press conference started at one. Of course, those of you who listen to the radio show, 
uh, know that my radio show ends right at one. I had text. I literally texted Brett uh, in the middle of the radio show because I realized that I was not going to be on time and that I was going to look very unprofessional uh, walking into a retirement ceremony late um, in a bright red <laughs> jersey with a big old logo on it. Uh, but I uh, I texted Brett today. Let me find my texts specifically. I said, uh, yeah, I'm not off the air until 12.55, so I'm going to be walking into your press conference late. Apologies for any interruptions. And all he sent back was, going to call you out. That's exactly what he did. So in the middle of, uh, in the middle of uh, thanking all of his, literally every coach in the history of the Titans, because he's played for all of them, uh, he made sure to take a moment and to publicly shame me for walking into his retirement press conference late. That is a thing that happened. But meanwhile, I'm going to explain to you why I think that Brett Kern is the best punter in Titans history right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Don't sell without the intel. Now is a great time to sell your home in Nashville, but you can't do it without the best real estate intel in Middle Tennessee. That's the Ashton team. There's a reason that they're the number one REMAX team in the entire world. That's a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. It is. Not just the state, not just the uh, not just the country, the entire world, the Ashton Real Estate Group is regarded by REMAX as the top REMAX team in the globe. GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Preds and of A to Z Sports Primetime. Trust the team that your favorite teams trust with the Ashton Real Estate Group at GaryAshton.com. So, uh, as you look at all of the different accomplishments of Brett Kern, so 15-year NFL career, right? Claimed by the Titans midway through the 2019, uh, 20, 2009 rather, 2009 season, uh, he appeared in 223 regular season games, 1,006 punts for 46,136 yards. That's a 45.9 average. 396 of those placed inside the 20. Uh, he appeared in nine different playoff games, 41 punts. Uh, there's His statistics in the postseason are just as impressive as they are in the regular season. Three consecutive Pro Bowls, first team All-Pro in 2019, two-time team captain. Uh, he's at all of the top of the record books. In 2020, he passed Craig Hendrick as the organization's all-time leader for punts concludes his career as the team's all-time career leader in punts, gross punting average, net punting average, punts placed inside the 20, and Kern also owns nine of the top 10 punting seasons in franchise history and six of the team's top nine gross punting seasons. The only, uh, the only players in the history of the franchise, the history of the franchise, so that goes back to 1960 Houston Oilers, right? 197 career games with the Titans, Kern is third in franchise history. Only Bruce Matthews, who played an ungodly 296 games, and Elvin Bethay at 210 have more games, more appearances for this team than Brett Kern did. This dude is a first ballot ring of honor. He is an incredible, uh, he's an incredible story. He's an incredibly accomplished player. And that is somebody who, uh, you know, I know Titans fans were proud to call their own. For a great many years. He's somebody who I really appreciate. I've told you guys this story before. Um, he's the first player that I ever interviewed. That's because I was scared shitless the first time I walked into an NFL locker room with no qualifications whatsoever. Other than I, as an overnight producer working for $10 an hour at a nowhere station 
emailed the Titans PR and said, hey, I'm going to be covering you guys here in the upcoming future. I'd like a credential, please. And they let me have one. Mistake by them. But after two days wandering around that locker room and not talking to a single player, it's a very kind man who came up and put his hand on my shoulder and said, hey, man, do you need somebody to talk to? Brett Kern. Brett is, uh, Brett is somebody who, you know, it's not my, you know, it's not a part of my job description to like be friends with these dudes, right? I'm not, I'm not actively looking for that. That's not a part of the job. That's not a part of the job description. But when I tell you that I've spent more time around your football team and your football coaching staff and everybody else associated with that football team on the football side of things, more than I have my own family in the last seven years, you obviously develop relationships with people. Uh, and Brett Kern is somebody who I'm very proud to call a friend. Um, somebody who uh, was very, very kind to me at the start of my career when I had no idea what I was doing, and uh, somebody who I uh, who I know is going to continue to be a big presence in the city of Nashville because um, he's not going anywhere. He's just not going to play football anymore. Uh, Eric says, "Buck, if you want to cry, I'll cry with you." No, I'm I'm happy for him. I uh, when they put out the email today, I uh, I was talking to him, and you know. He said, uh, basically, and I know, I know Brett, and he talked about this at his press conference. He, he can get his, he gets in his own head a little bit, right? He and I, to, to call, to call him a bit of a head case is probably not fair. Um, that, that probably is too extreme, but like Brett definitely gets in his own head about stuff. And that's something that he's always, I think, been transparent with certainly now more at the end, but like, I think there's a feeling of just a relief that he gets to retire after 15 years in the NFL and go spend time with his family and go on to do uh, bigger and better things. Uh, Stephen King says, bring him on for an hour uh, for the show, please. And thank you. Like we did with Ben. Well, we've had, we Brett, Brett has been in studio before. I know he's been, I know he's been uh, trying to put it off. Cause I, I have, I, I think I checked in with Brett around the masters and asked him if he wanted to come in and talk some golf. Cause I know he's a, scratch golfer um but I, I know that because he has recently gotten the braces i know he's been uh not necessarily excited about talking in in public or talking in front of a microphone because that's definitely something that for those of you who have gotten braces later in life uh, i know that's something that uh the the speaking uh the articulation of it is affected based on my understanding when you get braces um, I'm sure when you get braces at any age, but certainly as a, as a, as a adult, uh, MB says, did he say what his, his immediate plans are? Yeah. He said kids, soccer games, kids, basketball games, kids, baseball games. <laughs> um, and so I have no idea what Brett's going to do. I know that Brett's going to be successful, whatever he does. Um, and you know, we'll always, uh, we'll always, always welcome him, uh, his presence around the radio show. He's been a big part of my time down here he's somebody like I said who I regard uh with very very high esteem and I uh you know fortunate to be able to call him a friend and be able to ask him to come do the radio show when whenever he's uh willing and able so we will uh he, I was joking with him today he went to pick up Bo Brinkley the former Titans long snapper from the airport and I was joking with Brett that they should call in from the airport on their way to the facility it was funny they were all decked out in golf gear at the press conference because we were going to go Play 18. <laughs> they were going to go play 18 immediately after the press conference. Uh, Bert, Bert's just an idiot in the private chat. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> Completely useless for the rest of you, but it made me laugh. Anyway, uh, I think that, uh, do I think that Brett Kern is a Ring of Honor member? Yes. Based on everything that I've just listed, yes. Um, been to a Super Bowl, not with the Titans, but 
is responsible for some of the greatest moments. I mean, he he single-handedly helped end Tom Brady's career as a Patriot. Think about that. Brett Curtin, in one of the biggest spots in this team's franchise history, the first of several playoff moments where they had the opportunity to prove themselves in that 2019 run, Brett Kern was the one to seal the fate of the greatest of all time by pinning them on the one, by putting Tom Brady in his own end zone, by making Tom Brady pass out of his own end zone because they were trailing in the game for Logan Ryan just to throw a, or to throw a pick six directly to former Titans cornerback Logan Ryan at the time. Um, it's crazy to know that Henry and Byer are the last two people to wear the last Titans uniform. Is that true? That's interesting. Um, yeah, no, I guess that'd be right because there's nobody there's nobody with a longer tenure than either of those players that I can think of off the top of my head. None of the uh, none of the John Robinson first round picks beyond Farley and Jeff and Traylon are still around and all those are all obviously very young players. Jeff never played in that uniform. I think uh did Mike Vrabel never coached a team in that uniform, right? 2018 was the first year that they had the new unis. So yeah, that's uh that's probably right at this point. Uh Puka is asking we need more Burt moments on primetime because she's gonna miss him on the radio show. No. I who? I don't know who you're talking about. No idea who this person is or where he exists or where even I might bring him uh out from. <laughs> Only for him to foil me literally from the shadows. All right. Uh let's talk about Des Fitzpatrick, who's apparently showing out. At Steelers camp, there was a report today that made me laugh. We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you. Well, the question I want to ask you is this uh, in the comment section on whichever streaming platform that you choose to consume us on. Uh, fair or foul? Des Fitzpatrick showing out at Steelers OTAs, according to reports, which is important to note. Uh, we will talk about this together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by True Map Fitness in the Gulch. No better workout. That I can promise you at TrueMath Fitness. I love it. I go Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 a.m. They have great group classes morning and afternoon. They have personal training. They have their open gym. If you sign up to be a member, you can have access to any and all of their great available amenities. The facility is phenomenal. The coaching staff is even better. And TrueMath Fitness will get the best version of you. They're there to help you get better, to help you improve your fitness, your your well-being your mental state because certainly uh when we are not in good shape we it can affect your mental capacity it can affect uh all manner of different things your energy level your focus true math fitness is there to get the best version of you so go to truemathfitness.com for your first workout free um looking at the uh oops hit the wrong button looking at the situation for uh, for des fitzpatrick so Des Fitzpatrick, this was a report that several of you guys tagged me in on Twitter. Uh, and the reporting on this is that he's been successful at uh, he's been successful at Steelers OTA so far. So so this is from an outlet called SteelersNow.com. And what they are reporting, it's Nick Faribault is the reporter. Under the radar wide receiver lights up secondary at Steelers OTAs. So an unheralded player came out of nowhere on Wednesday to light up the Steelers' secondary. It was Des Fitzpatrick, former fourth-round pick in 2021 of the Tennessee Titans out of Louisville. Fitzpatrick joined the team on a future co contract, and so far he's making some noise. 
three touchdowns over the course of practice on Wednesday. Uh, apparently, he is uh, being, you know, saying all the right things. The more I get into the offense, the more I hear the plays in the huddle, the more I believe in my coaches, the more plays I can make, on and on and on it goes. But apparently, uh, he's a big hit at OTAs, and he's dicing up the Steelers secondary. And, of course, that is something that I think uh, many Titans fans would be not happy to hear. Major Key says, I didn't even know he was on the Steelers. Yeah, uh, he was claimed. Uh, he was claimed by the Steelers in the waiver process and was signed to a futures contract. Um, but Des Fitzpatrick is an overwhelmingly disappointing John Robinson pick, right? And I think what you are, uh, I think that to see reports of people dicing things up in OTAs, and I saw immediately after I uh, retweeted that article, um, I got some tweets from some of y'all that said, if he does anything of, of significance this year, Des Fitzpatrick, that is for Pittsburgh. And of course, the Titans do play Pittsburgh on Thursday night. Des Fitzpatrick re revenge game? Question mark. Who knows? But uh, of course, the uh, the question or the the question was or the statement was made to me: If Des Fitzpatrick does anything this year for the Steelers of note, then Rob Moore should be fired. And of course, that's ridiculous. Um, Des Fitzpatrick did not succeed here. Des Fitzpatrick may succeed as a Steeler. It may just be OTA bullshit, right? Like there's. Mike Vrabel said when we were out there on Wednesday that only that even even calling some of it, he said some of it looks like actual football. Talking about OTAs because we asked him a question like, "Where really are they improving from one OTA to the next, from one week to the next? Where are you seeing those improvements?" And basically, he's saying, "Yeah, it's starting to look more like real football, but what we're asking them to do right now is not real football. So it's a tough kind of simulation, even though the installation portion of it, excuse me." <laughs> is quite important to the process. Uh, I think that when you, uh, I think that when you look at Des, <laughs> Nika in here talking trash, she, she says he ain't doing shit. <laughs> and, and for the most part, of course, I'm not there, so I can't speak to, you know, Des Fitzpatrick not doing shit. But uh, I can say that if ever something was to be exaggerated, it would be during OTAs. The big dog says Des Fitzpatrick might end up doing us the same way AJ Brown did us. No, I can. I, I don't. I don't guarantee things. I don't predict things. I think it's dumb. I think it's lame. I think it's a waste of time, and I don't think it's you know useful analysis. But I will. I will put my entire career and credibility on the idea that Des Fitzpatrick will not get you the way that AJ Brown got you because AJ Brown and Des Fitzpatrick are not even remotely in the same conversation, other than the fact that, that they are both called wide receivers. Uh, let's go and move on to weekend bounce back. What do you, uh, want to see? <laughs> what do you want to see or who do you want to see bounce back in sports this week? Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the great people at Superbook Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZ that you see in front of us. A-T-O-Z, A-2-Z is where you go for the best odds boost and promotions for $250 up to $250. They will match you on your first bet when you plug in that promo code. So use the Superbook sports app, whether you're betting the Braves, whether you're betting the heat, the nuggets, obviously playing tonight right now, or the Stanley cup final Superbook sports is your place to wager superbook.com for terms and conditions, gambling problem called the Tennessee red line. 1-800-889-9789. Uh, so I, I think that when you look at bounce back candidates, there's a couple of things. 
Jacob Ray says, going back to the Des Fitzpatrick thing quickly, he says, wow, media overhypes something that never happens. Well, um, I don't think anything from the report that I read, you know, I think it's just because it was a lazy comment by Jacob to say, wow, media hypes, uh, overhypes everything. And yeah, sometimes that's totally fair. Um, but I do think that there's a tendency for people to overreact to things that people put to, to things for fans to overreact to things that media people put out. Because again, I remind you, these guys have had nine, nine total OTAs. We have seen a total of three of them. <coughs> Sorry, something in the back of my throat. Um, but looking at the, uh, looking at the Titans specifically, um, you know, I put out yesterday that the, uh, that quarterbacks not named Tannehill had a shaky day. <coughs> that's not an overreaction. That's something that's factually accurate. Uh, I think that when you look at, um, you know, the reaction to that, a huge conversation broke out being about the Tannehill and, oh, they need to be playing the young guy anyway. Why is every video I see of Levis him just standing behind Tannehill, blah, 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 blah. Well, of course that's ridiculous, right? So, um, you know, while I do think that there certainly media is not blameless in exaggerating or um, in moments hyping up things that happen at OTAs, which, you know, according to Mike Vrabel, only sometimes very rarely look like real football. Um, I also think there's a great, uh, a great percentage of that. That's people on social media getting hyped up um, about stuff that media is putting out. Okay. Who needs to bounce back? Eric Alonzo says Joe Biden for yet another fall, man. It's so, it's so bad. It's so bad. And like, so every time I see one of these videos, right? Cause we are getting ready to go through another election cycle with the same two. I mean, Trump's not in his 80s. Biden, I think, is, right? But those are the two leading candidates for the Republican and Democratic nominations right now. And they're just a bunch of old dudes that don't need to be in office, right? Like, I don't even care. I don't even care what your political affiliation is or what your moral objections might be to, to Uncle Donnie or to, you know, uh, what. What's what's Trump called Biden? Sleepy Joe, right? All these different things. I don't care about any of that stuff. I I will tell you, I will tell you that what I saw today, my first every time I see Joe Biden fall, okay, because there's been a couple of these, which is a ridiculous thing to say about an American president. But every time I see him fall, my my reaction is always the same. It comes in two parts. One, uh, one, thank God he's okay. <laughs> first. Two, oh my God, I feel so bad for this old man. Get him out of here. He does not need to be doing all of these things and be on all of these raised platforms <laughs> and speaking, you know, as much as he is when clearly that's, you know, the articulation or not not even the articulation, although sometimes it is articulation, like the way that he's trying to get things across doesn't always come across cleanly, right? So I think... I think that uh, I think that between the two of them, they're they're both a shit show, right? But uh, <laughs> the Joe Biden, and then you know I'll, I'll say this because I said my reactions was was in two parts every time I see the Biden videos, um, but it's a lie. My reaction comes in three parts. One, thank God he's okay. Two, oh my God, get that old man off the stage. Three, <laughs> three, I end up laughing because they are objectively funny. Once I know, once once we know that the elderly gentleman is okay, regardless of whether he is an American president or not, um, 
AR, like the bike video of him falling off that bike a couple of years ago. It's objectively funny, but only because he's okay. Uh, so, yes, Joe Biden could use a bounce back. Long story short. Um, you know who else needs a bounce back? Uh, Bert. Bert needs a bounce back because Bert is uh, Bert's getting promoted ar- around the radio station. Many of you have been uh, bitching at me because I won't let Bert talk on the radio show. It's not because Bert hasn't been on the radio show. It's because Bert has been training for his new position, which is uh, to be the producer for the uh, morning show, Ramon, Kayla, and Will. Um, from 6 to 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. We're very happy for Bert. Uh, I would not tell him that in a public setting. I am only saying that because I know he can't respond and be obnoxious about it. But we are happy for him in that sense. Um, we are also uh, making fun of the situation. One, because Bert can't be trusted in a job like that. And that's, of course, going to end in disaster. Uh, two, because um, who he is replacing, Jonathan Schaefer, who is also a good friend of mine and who I think is one of the is probably the most important person in uh, talking the zone into hiring me when they did and giving me a solo radio show as a 26-year-old that had never done three hours of sports talk, daily sports talk radio before. So I love Jonathan Schaefer very much. But he'd been taking a week-long, uh, a week-long, like, goodbye thing. Like, he's like Kobe Bryant at the end. He's going around. He's getting sneakers from every stadium. He's getting his, you know, he's getting his flowers. He's getting his roses. And I was I, I will be honest, okay? And it's nothing to, it's nothing against it's nothing against the show whatsoever. But nine times out of ten, I'm listening to music on the way in the work. And that's not because, you know, that's not because of of the morning show. It's just I prefer in the morning to listen to music. Some people have different preferences. Um, but today I was listening to uh to uh the the remote Kale and Will. And the 10 minutes that I caught, because it takes me 10 minutes to get from my house to uh the radio station, and I don't leave until about I left at 9.45 today, and I made it at like 9.55. So in the 10 minutes that I was at the car and had that radio show on, um, all it was was them just, I don't want to use an inappropriate term, but it felt like Jonathan Schaefer was on air doing his own eulogy, and honestly, it was so sappy and over the top, it made me laugh out loud. So of course, instead of being a gracious friend and coworker and colleague, I got on the air right after they did their emotional goodbyes, and I started to make fun of them. I could not stop laughing between the two of them because I didn't know if there was going to be tears. And I don't know, maybe that's normal. Maybe when Lucas inevitably leaves me, I'll be more, I'll be more in my feels about that stuff. But I just, I could not stop laughing at uh, what, it, what was going on this morning on the morning show. Because he's going to be here tomorrow. Like He's not going anywhere tomorrow. He's here tomorrow. I have a question. What? Uh, who hurt you? <laughs> Why is it that anytime somebody shows a semblance of humanity on this radio station, <laughs> you have this defense mechanism to lash out? It's not. It's what does it say about me that that's just my natural reaction? And by like, the way, today's his last day with Ramon. No, no, I heard that part. Right, I know. So that's why they they were doing some of that today. And it's not just three what, years. You think you and I are going to do that whenever this blows up? <laughs> you think no. you and I are going to sit sit? We're, we're not even in the same room. <laughs> we're just gonna... You're, you're gonna sit. You're gonna sit there and look at me through the glare of my ring lights gonna... and try and sentiment <laughs> and gonna... emote. Get the bleep we're out just of here. Go our separate ways. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Paul Walker and Vin Diesel just driving off separately. So Wait, take... who's Paul Walker in this situation? Oh, uh, hopefully you. <laughs> um, 
But <laughs> but look, it's see, this is what happens nobody, when we try and sentiment. Nobody wants to be Paul R.I.P. Paul Walker. So it was, uh, it's Ramon's last day. Yes, I know. Okay. It's not no, wait, wait, wait. It's not his last day. No, it, oh, sorry. Oh my god. Not to ring the alarm bells. <laughs> it's his last day working with Schaefer Ramon. We have done this so poorly. <laughs> Ramon's not gonna be here tomorrow. I mean, uh, it's you know, I'm sure if you if you for example, like Schaefer was the producer for the Wake Up Zone, right? Like not their only producer; they've had several uh, in the history of that show. Um, but uh, but Schaefer is Schaefer's the last Schaefer's the last tie at the station. Well, let me see. So Blaine and Brent are the last ties to anything like original zone, like OG days, right? Because the wake-up zone is gone. Midday 180 is gone. Um, George Plaster is gone. Darren McFarlane is gone. Willie Donick is gone. Like all of you, those of you who have been in Middle Tennessee for a long, long time and listened to the zone, because it's been, I mean, the zone has been the thing, right? It's got the Titans. It's got the Vols. It's the only, it's the only station. It's the only game in town uh, where sports radio is concerned. And, uh, and so I understand why, you know, why for longtime zone listeners, of course, Schaefer, who has one of the last ties to the more, to the wake up zone, um, would be emotional, but also, you know, as somebody who is often accused of being dramatic about a bunch of shit, Jonathan Schaefer is no longer to, uh, allowed to tell me that I am self-involved or dramatic about anything after a week long written, not retire. It's not even a retirement tour. He's getting a better job. <laughs> We're acting like he's dying on the air and he's getting a better job. So happy for Schaefer. Well done by him. Uh, still want to make fun of it. Make fun of it. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for us today here on the Primetime Show. It's going to do it for us this week on the Primetime Show. A lot of fun to hang out with you guys. Back at it Sunday night. Have a great uh, weekend. Radio show tomorrow. We're going to talk to Mike Wilson. Vols uh, getting baseball started in the NCAA tournament. Uh, uh, congratulations to the Lady Vols who won decisively over Alabama today in their College World Series. First College World Series in almost 10 years. Uh, and, uh, and then what you have, uh, what you have with coach Mac, we'll have coach Mac on the show and we'll talk about all the different stuff at OTAs, what to make of it, what not to make of it and all the different things. Uh, Eric Alonzo says, I want to laugh at the Paul Walker stuff, but it feels bad. Yeah. Well, how do you think I feel when Lucas, when I asked who's Paul Walker and Lucas said, hopefully you, Lucas is essentially saying, I hope you die in a car wreck (laughs) is what telling me that he hopes then he hopes I'm Paul Walker in this situation means. Anyway, have a great rest of your night. Talk to you on Sunday night if I don't catch you tomorrow morning on the radio show. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.